0: Hello this is your host Ali Hansen and welcome back to the Overcome and Become podcast. Let's get motivated. Hello, guys. Welcome. I am so excited for this episode. I could not be more thrilled to be here and do this. If you're new here, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, thank you guys so much. It truly does mean the world. And hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. As you know, we are going to start off with our challenge of the week. And the challenge of this week is to stay active every day. This is such an important thing to do. When you hear this, it can sound intimidating in a way, which could lead you to not wanting to do it, but when you break it down, it really is an easy task to do because a lot of times when I hear stay active, I think, oh, that means you got to get your full workout in, a full run in, a full round of sports, anyways, all of this stuff, and so I decided that when you really do look at it and break it down, it is not a very hard task to do. Staying active in any way to move your body that is good for it is so so important. This can be running, weightlifting, workout classes, walks, stretching, sports, and basically any form of movement that you can think of. The benefits that can come from this simple task are almost endless, but the biggest one is endorphin release. Endorphins are a hormone in your body that can make you feel good, have higher energy levels, put you in a better Mood, make you happy, relieve stress, and just give you a whole body boost of goodness. It's like when people can't function without their morning cup of coffee, change it to not being able to function without that endorphin release. The definition for endorphin is any of a group of hormones secreted sorry if I mispronounced that, within the brain and nervous system and having a number of physiological functions. They are peptides which activate the body's opiate receptors causing an analgesic effect. Sorry, there were some (laughs) big words in there, but hopefully that made sense. I wanted to break down what endorphins were for you because I like being able to put science and facts behind things, even though I am not a scientist at all whatsoever. I'm just prefacing you now that I'm not a scientist. I just do my research, but I think it's really amazing when you can put facts and science-based knowledge behind things, and so this isn't just my opinion on moving your body daily, because obviously I have seen how important it is in my life, and I'm telling you guys that if you would like to, you can take this challenge on, but I also wanted to give you a fact-based reason why why it is so important and that endorphin release really can change your body and it has to do with your brain and your nervous system and everything and it is so fascinating and so cool so if this is something that you would like to do then definitely do it but these are not forced challenges I don't want you to ever feel like you have to do it and I try and cover a broad spectrum of things so that way it covers different people's comfort zones but if you are someone that would really like to take this challenge on, please by all means do because it would mean the world and it would make me feel so good knowing that I am helping a small piece of the world better themselves each and every day, so if you are also more interested in what endorphin release is about and the benefits that can come from it, I will put a link to a study down below if you would like to click on that and do more research about it, but I love it. So now... I would like to say that I have a question a day journal and the other day one of the questions was if you could give advice to someone what would it be? I'd like to thank Mandy and Tyler for getting that for me for my birthday because I seriously love it and I use it every day but that was a little off topic. So today I'm going to give you my top 10 healthy habits from my viewpoint to live a fun, happy, and healthy lifestyle. Now these are not things that you have to do or things that are going to work for everyone. They are just my view on my top 10 things that I do to live this sort of lifestyle. And let me say, when I was narrowing it down to 10 things, I was like, oh my goodness, I do not know how I'm going to get it down to 10 things because if you really think about your everyday life, there are so many little habits that you do, and I was like, okay, what are the ones that really help me to live this lifestyle? And they're not in order at all, so it's not like, oh, this is the one that I think is the most important, and this is the one that I think is least important. I just wrote them down in random order, but starting off with number one is being neat and organized. I am a very neat and organized person. I personally have found and this is a recent discovery I guess you could say I have found about myself is that I always tried to kind of clean up before I went to bed at night so that way when I woke up in the morning I would have a fresh start but usually when I go to bed I'm so exhausted because I try and fill my day with lots of things and so recently I have found out that I love just kind of obviously cleaning up a little bit but going to bed and then waking up early and doing it in the morning but this has truly changed in my life whether you have your school life organized work social spiritual workout physical side of the world inside of your life it is so important to have it organized because that can keep you on task and that can keep you in step and this does not mean you have to be OCD if you are OCD there is absolutely no problem with that whatsoever but if you just have things in the right place and you're like okay I know what I need to do next and I have a clear mind because I don't have this bag of bricks bearing on me like, oh my gosh, I have to clean my room, I have to do the dishes, I have to do the laundry, all of these things. So if you turn it into a daily task and you just stay on top of it to tidy up a little bit, do the dishes, whether that worked for you best in the morning, middle of the day, night, multiple times a day, everyone's lifestyle is different, but this is definitely something that I have seen change my life and that I love doing. I love cleaning and organizing and I think it is so fun to just have a clean and organized space and it really does help me have a clear mind to keep me on track. Number two is write a to-do list. Now I am such a big to-do list girl. I don't just like it on my phone. I've tried the digital planner thing and some people are so good at that. Some people are really good with technology and all of that and I personally am not. I order a new planner every single year, one that I love, and I write a to-do list every day. So that way it just shows me and it's written out and I can say, okay, I have these things to do and once you get those done, you can just have so much fun and this helps me stay on task. It helps me make sure that I get the things done in my day that I need to get done because oftentimes I find that if I don't write a to-do list, I will have a productive day, but I'll realize that I'm forgetting things. Oh, I forgot. Shoot, I needed to edit a podcast. Now I have to do it at 1130 tonight and make sure it's up and ready to go tomorrow. So it's just so important that you have that written out, whether it's on your phone or whether it's on a paper. And you do that because it can really, once again, help keep you online, help keep you on track. And it's something I love doing. Number three is daily movement. Now, it's kind of funny because it is our challenge of the week, but this is something I love. It just makes me feel so, so good, especially if I can get it done in the morning because it really does set my day upright. When I can get that endorphin release going in the morning, it sets me up right and I know that, okay, I already moved my body today so I can go about my things and if I want to move it more, I can. And this can be in so many different forms. I'm not going to go super deep into that one because we talked more about it, in the beginning of this episode during our challenge of the week, but I love doing that, and you can do it in any form that you love doing, and this is just absolutely incredible. Number four is consistency. I know people have talked about this a lot, and sometimes it's like, ugh, consistency, and I have decided to really think about consistency. Really break it down for my own life because when I think of the word consistent, I think of, okay, you need to do do this every day. You got to keep going and even if something comes up, you just got to keep going with it, which is essentially what consistency means. But when I think of consistency, I am someone who loves weight training. That is the majority of what I do and I try and get 60 minutes of it in every day. And sometimes if I don't wake up early enough in the morning and I have a busy day, after school or after work it is really hard to get that in but i've discovered and recently i have decided to say okay i'm really going to take this challenge of consistency on and i am going to get some sort of whatever I need to be consistent in every day. Because if it's working out, that doesn't have to be 60 minutes. Even five minutes is so useful. If usually you clean your house for 30 minutes every night, every morning, middle of the day, and you didn't quite get to it, if you get that five minutes in, if you get that two, three, four, five minutes in of whatever area it is, that can benefit so much. And that can just turn that switch in your brain that says, okay, I've made this this a habit and i've made it consistent and i know that i can keep going with this and it's all about switching those switches in your brain to doing the things and the habits that you want to keep doing and so consistency seriously is such a cool thing and it is something that you definitely should take part in. And that doesn't mean you have to take every single thing in your life and say, okay, I want to be consistent in all of these things. Just take it step by step. Say, I want to be consistent in saying my prayers every day. And maybe you're someone who prays four times a day on a good day and zero times a day on a bad day. So just try and get one prayer in every day, and then when you get good at it, two, and gradually build up, and then you can build all of those other skills off of it, and so consistency is an incredible thing, and number five is breakfast. Now, I know this is kind of random, but I do know that people have talked about this before. I personally, I am someone who loves breakfast. I eat breakfast almost every day, and this is something that I just realized, but it's pretty straightforward, and so I'm pretty sure I'm the only person on the planet that just realized this, but breakfast, if you break it in half, spells break. Fast. So you're breaking the fast of when you went to sleep and when you woke up. And I'm sure you guys have heard that breakfast is the most important meal, but it really is. And it's not just important because you want to be eating a good breakfast. You want to be fueling your body with nutrients to go about your day and have a good day because I can't just have daily movement if I'm not having breakfast because daily movement is important, but it's not important unless I get that breakfast in because then. I could very well start feeling a little nauseous and just feel empty and so hungry and really tired because I didn't fuel my body for what I needed to do. And really eating a good breakfast changes the game of things. I love it, just making time. Sometimes I make a pretty decent-sized breakfast, and sometimes I only have time for a little one. But I always try and make sure I get something in in the morning and I love it. Eggs, if you're an egg person, are a great option. They're a great source of protein. They're healthy, quick, and easy to cook, and there's so many different ways. I love them. So if you're not a breakfast person, maybe this is your sign to start eating breakfast because it really could change the game of things for you. Number six, is you don't have to literally pray to God. Now, I know some people may not be Christian or maybe they don't believe in God. And so if not, then this is not for you. But if you do, then this is something that you should stay around for. Because over the years, I have realized that a lot of the time when I'm talking to Christ and when I'm talking to God, it's not in a literal prayer form. It's usually just in my head talking to him, and I want you guys to know that that is still so important, and he is still communicating with you. He can hear that prayer, and he can know that you are trying to talk to him. It's A lot of times just a thought that comes into your head and you would like to talk about it with him. And so that's something to think about that you don't always have to be on your knees to pray or talk to Christ because sometimes you might need him in a split second. Sometimes you might need him at school or work or out in public where it might be a little awkward to sit down or kneel down and say a physical prayer. And so I just want you guys to know that is so important to strengthen that relationship with Christ and God, but you can do that by not literally having to pray. And that is something that I think is incredible and I'm so grateful that I get to do, but I truly believe that if you are willing to put God in the center of things, everything in your life, then it really is going to change it forever. And the way you can do that is strengthening that relationship with Him. And number seven is drink water. Now, I have worked and worked and worked on this habit. And before when I worked on it, it was, okay, I want to be able to drink Half of my body weight in ounces of water a day. Okay, I tried doing the 75 hard challenge, which I do want to start back up again. And I did end up failing it. But if you know anything about the 75 hard challenge, you have to drink a gallon of water every day. And so there was a point where I was like, okay, drink a gallon of water every day. And it just wasn't working for me. It wasn't working to have a specific goal that I had to make it to. Instead, I just told myself, you like water, you are a good water drinker, and you should just drink it. It doesn't have to, you don't have to reach a specific goal to drink your water. You just need to make sure that you're getting a healthy amount in. And so I have been loving that. It makes me feel so good. It makes my body feel better. And especially if I chug a bunch of water after I eat a meal, it really just makes me feel better. And I like drinking it knowing that it is going to help my body with so many things. It's such an effortless, easy task. It doesn't taste bad. It's not hard to do. It's a short amount of time. And so it's something that is really hard for a lot of people. And it was so hard for me. And it still is hard for me sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh, did I even drink water today? But I love doing it. And I hope to encourage people to do it as well number eight is journaling and not having negative self-talk so like i said I am big into journaling, as you heard last episode, and I love it. It's just so fun. Sometimes it's kind of in a form of a motivational speech. Sometimes it's almost in a letter form of writing to someone. And sometimes it's just really writing down my thoughts, what went good that day, what I'm grateful for. But I love it. It's just such a fun thing to do in the morning. And I know journaling is definitely not for everyone, but if it is something that you were like, okay, I kind of want to take this up, highly recommend it because it doesn't have to be that long. It doesn't have to take that long. And I know if you have a hard time getting your thoughts out or not knowing what to write down, they have journals that will have in it, okay, what are you manifesting today? What are three things you're grateful for today? What is something you like that you did today? They have journal prompts that you can use. And so that is something to definitely look into. If the reason you don't journal is because you struggle finding words, to say And the other part of that is not having negative self-talk because this is one of the worst things that we do to ourselves. We go look in the mirror and we're like, oh, yeah, I have this problem with me and this is wrong and it's a terrible, terrible habit that we do. I know I have done it and I know I still do it sometimes and I'm like, no, get that out of here. I do not want that. I want to be confident and I want to be happy. And so if you can just switch that around and maybe you do see something thing and you're like oh I don't really like that look at the other traits in yourself that you do like and once again this is I'm not encouraging people to be cocky and be super self-centered I'm just encouraging people to have self-love and really realize that they are important and that they need to be strong for other people and so just don't negative self-talk yourself and find the good in yourself and it's really going to change things now number nine is wear cute outfits this can go for boys or girls it really does not matter because let me tell you some boys can have cute outfits girls can have cute outfits anyone can have cute outfits But the reason I say this is because when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, every morning I wake up, I'm not like, oh, I want to put an ugly outfit on today. It's okay. I want to try and create a cute outfit. I want to really bring out my style. And this makes me feel confident. When I put a cute outfit together, I feel more confident. I feel more productive. I feel happier. And so this might be a silly thing, but tomorrow or whenever you listen to this and you go and put on or you go to get dressed in the morning, think to yourself, wait, did I just think that I wanted to put on a more boring outfit, a more lame outfit, or was I trying to find an outfit where I felt confident and pretty or handsome or good looking, whatever word you want to use for it. And so that is just something that I definitely thought I would add into the bunch. And the last one is self-reflection. I have done this For quite a while, I would probably say almost two years, I have done self-reflection, and that is just every night looking back on my day and looking at how I can better myself, how I can become the best version of me, what I need to change and what I need to improve on. And it's something that I love doing. It can come in so many different forms. Some people write it down. That can go with journaling. Some people just think it in your mind. That's personally something that I do. I just think it to myself. And before I go to bed, when I'm laying in bed, it's really good if you are someone who has a hard time falling asleep. That's a perfect time to have some self-reflection and just really look at what you can improve on. And that is something that I love doing. Those are my top 10 and I seriously could go on and on about the habits that I have in my life that I love doing and that hopefully make me a better person. But now we are going to end off with quotes. Usually it's one quote, but I was looking at some quotes to match this topic and I could not decide. So I have three quotes, usually I do longer ones, but these ones are shorter, so just bear with me. I love them all. And I think they all have such a special message. So the first one is You Just Have to Start, and that's by Vida V Retreat. That is just where I found this quote. I'm not 100% sure if that's the person who actually stated this. So I just want you guys to know these are not my quotes, so don't take my credit for them. But I think this is 100% true. You just have to start. It doesn't have to be incredible and amazing in the beginning. You don't have to be getting paid for it. It just has to come from a place of passion. And if you're willing to just start, that is going to show people that it's not for a place of money. It's not for a place of popularity. It's not for a place of wanting to be higher than other people. It's from a place of wanting to start what you are passionate about. And I absolutely love that. The next quote is, it's not enough to just hope for a happy and healthy life. It's a combination of mindset, routines, and habits working together that will get you there. And that's from Robin... Conley Downs. Hopefully I pronounced that name right. And I love this because it's just telling you that you can't just hope for things because when you hope for things, they don't just come. Sometimes you have to combine few things and you have to work on that. You have to work towards that. That goes along really well with just starting. You can't just hope to just start one day and you can't just hope for that perfect time because there's not going to be a perfect time. You just have to do it. The last quote is... Good habits are as addictive as bad habits, but much more rewarding. I love, love that quote. That's why I saved it for the end because that can fall in literally any area of your life and good habits are harder to build than bad habits, but they can both be built and you can break habits, you can build habits, but you are never going to be rewarded from a bad habit only the good habits and only improving yourself and so I wanted to end off with that one. I am so grateful for the incredible opportunity I have to be sharing my voice with the world and sharing what I am passionate about. Hopefully we can grow this platform and community and make sure if you are interested in endorphin release you go check out the study in the bio or the little description not sure what you call that and go check out my Instagram because we have a good time on there every single day. I will see you guys next week for a very exciting episode. Bye!